Test cricket is back in Australia this week. We're looking forward to previewing that game between Australia and Pakistan at Perth. And we'll also chat about India's defeat or South Africa's victory in the first T20 or the second T20, but the first one that was played in the series um, in what was a high scoring game with the rain affecting that one as well. Shabo here from Crickblog uh, with Nash, my co-host, who uh, will talk all about that India game. We'll start off with that. Um, but first, how are you, Nash? I'm good. I'm good. And test cricket isn't back only in Australia. It's back everywhere. Um, you know, yeah, in, yeah. India playing in South Africa as well. So really looking forward to that. Uh, but starting with the T20 game, which happened yesterday, or I should say last night. Um, mm. What did you prom- make? Promising, I would want to say. But mm. not promising in the sense that selection was awful. Um why was Roy Bishnoi not picked? I have absolutely no clue. Why, you know, if, I, I, I'm not the one, one I'm not the one to go after the rankings. I don't care for the ICC rankings, to be honest, but yeah. he is he is the number one T20 international bowler in the world at the moment. Um, I, But just, not, not just that, I think he is really good. He should be in your T20 international plans and Sorry, the T20 World Sorry. Cup plans happening in six months' time. Why was he not picked just to fit Ravindra Jadeja in? Which isn't surprising, um, given the selection blunders that have happened over the last few few months uh, from this team management from Rahul Dravid. I think I think Bishnoi has to fit in your in your starting mm-hmm. eleven for the World Cup. Otherwise, there's there's no hope. Up up. Not hoping India would win anyway, but I think at least give yourself some chance, some opportunity somewhere um, to win. And and that's that's been the messaging from this management is they've chopped and changed a lot. Maybe they just want to try mm. different combinations out, but I think so close to the T20 World Cup with only five games to go, only four now, yeah. um, you have you should know what your playing eleven is, and you have to play those those players time and again just so they get enough game time and um yeah. get enough experience under their belt before going off to the West Indies and the USA for the T20 World Cup. Yeah. It's about process, isn't it? You want to have that sort of continuity in there and uh, Bishnoi is, is a very good bowler. Yeah. So, you know, and, and it's this is a series where you can give him that experience of bowling in foreign conditions as well or overseas conditions. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm with you. That was a bit of a surprise that he's left out um, but I thought, look, uh, Rinku Singh again, that's a big mm. positive. Moving on to the batting, um, of course, Siri Kimiadav, you know, he, him scoring in, in T20 cricket's almost a given. So, um, you know, I think the way India recovered after those early wickets uh, was, was pleasing for them. Uh, but as you mentioned, it's about, you know, nailing those. Uh, any questions that they have, they need to sort them out before the World Cup because how often do we see with India, right, they come into a World Cup with a couple of unanswered questions and it comes around to costing them. You know, that's Absolutely. happened before. And uh, as we've mentioned uh, previously, that, that ICC trophy drought is, is far too long for a team like India with the power that they have and the quality that they have and all that. So, interesting. Exactly. And, you know, you hit the nail on the head with the ICC trophy drought and um, yeah. the res- resources that are at, at the disposal of this management. I think they haven't they haven't used those resources to their fullest. Um, yeah. Arshdeep Singh again going for runs and and we I think yeah. mentioned it in the couple of episodes before that you know he his career has 
become a bit stagnant after a good IPL last year. I think after a good T20 World Cup last year as well in in Australia, his um, his career has Agreed. gone pretty much nowhere. Um, it is surprising, but I think I think he has the talent, he has the skill to to come back. Hopefully, he has a has a good remainder of the T20 International if he ends up playing, and hopefully a good IPL as well. Um, you know, good. What do you what do you make of South Africa there? I think they have. Do you think they have figured out the the combination that they are taking to the T20 World Cup? I mean, that opening combination, I think. If they don't play Reza Hendricks in the World Cup, they've got rocks in their head. Um, uh, you know, I, I respect Bavuma, what he's done in Test cricket the last couple of years and ODI cricket as well, but he should not be in that T20 side. Yeah. And that's what really hurt them last year. Uh, Hendricks is, the last year and a half, Hendricks has been brilliant in T20 cricket when he's when he's played for South Africa. He's been good in one-day cricket. You can't leave him out any further. Um, Absolutely. His start at the top was fantastic. Uh, Britsky, who's come in as well, he, he looks like a really good talent. There's some talent there for South Africa, but it's similar to India, is that they need to really understand their roles very early, be very clear in their plans. Um, yeah, because they've got firepower right throughout their lineup. You know, there's no reason why South Africa can't challenge for the title. There's no reason why they can't. But it comes down to mentality and how you mm. perform in the very big mm. games. That's going to be the big thing for them. It's a mental thing. The talent is there. I'm sure you feel the same. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, I'm sure many fans feel the same. Yeah, absolutely. I, I honestly and I believe think, that. I think it's their their trophy drought has been has been longer. Um, to be honest, and it's yeah, the, it's the crazy. same story again the, and again. The so. quality of players that they've had over the years. It's just insane. And, uh, yeah, as I said, it, it, no one will doubt the talent they've got, but everyone, just about everyone doubts whether they can deliver in those pressure yeah. moments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, well, interesting there. to see what happens in the last T20, I think, in a couple of days' time. Um, hmm. With only, for India at least, only four to go, um, including this one. will be interesting to see what the what the combination is like for that last one. Um yeah, moving on to the next topic, which is the test matches happening Australia versus mm. Pakistan starting tomorrow. Um, mm. Australia still haven't confirmed their playing eleven yet. I, I think I saw that they have. I'm not. Uh, I think I saw something on Twitter that they have, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, but I think I think what I've, what I've been hearing is, is there's no surprises. I think it's um, a very settled team. Yep. With Marsh in there at uh, six. Uh, Travis Head has been named vice captain along with Steve Smith. Hmm. That's 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 come through as well. And I think the bowling attack, well, it's your typical star, Hazelwood, Cummins and Lyon, with Mitch Marsh there doing some bowling there as well. So Yep, yep. Uh, and, and yes, you're right. They have just confirmed they're playing 11 and Travis Head and Steve Smith have been named as co-vice captains. Yep, yep. Which is interesting. So they've gone with obviously Mitch Marsh, um, no Cameron Green in there, um, mm-hmm. and the rest is pretty much predictable. Um, you yep. know, you you have David Warner, Kawaja, Manus, Smith, obviously the the usual suspects there. So it will be really interesting. And Pakistan have a have a big 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 mountain to climb. They do, 
and uh, Mitchell Johnson will blow up whether Warner scores runs or he doesn't. <laughs> so yep. look forward yep. to that. <laughs> look forward to that. But you're right. Pakistan do have um, a mountain to climb. We were on a podcast yesterday uh, talking about this, and you know, I don't usually like to sound arrogant. I'm not. I'm not trying to sound arrogant here. But in Australia, I mean, if it's not three 0 then why? You know, I think. Uh, you know, it has, it has to be. You would say you would think with the bowling attack that say, Pakistan has, I'd it has say, to be three nil. I have you have to dominate. You have to really put your foot down and say that we we're the World Test champions. Um, you know, we've just come off an ODI World Cup, and we're at home against a side that has not won here in uh, you know in Test cricket since uh, you know in the nineties. I was two years of age when uh, Pakistan yeah. last won a Test match, let alone a Test series in Australia. Three of the last four tests between the te- between the teams in this country have ended in an innings, innings victory by Australia. So everything's pointing to an Australia win. Uh, expect some bouncy conditions at Perth, and then because of the dry conditions, you might get Nathan Lyon uh, coming into the game. He's four away from 500 wickets. So uh, I think Australia have got everything covered in these conditions against an inexperienced side to do the business. I think um, if if Pakistan. Uh has to win. I think their batters need to step up. Their batters need to post a big, big total. Um, because... Definitely, but at the same time, they've got to they've got to get twenty wickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, absolutely. You know, in order to win a test match, you have to take twenty wickets. But what, what I'm what I'm alluding to is, even if you know, there's enough runs on the board. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, you could take twenty wickets for and give away eight hundred runs in the test match. There's absolutely no point in taking 20 wickets but um you know your your batters need to step up as well and by the looks of it the the curator of of the opta stadium has said that you know it's going to be a fast Mm. bouncy pitch um which is you know predictable at at in in western australia so yeah it's going to be really interesting to see how the batsmen like you know rizwan and and barbarazam and um uh, Sean Masood, well, how, how do they is, how do they how do they tackle the Australian trio of fast bowlers? Mm, definitely, um, but in saying that, uh, I think they're going to keep a little bit of moisture in the pitch uh, because of the dry and hot conditions that have been there in Perth recently, and because it'll be quite windy as well throughout the Test match, it might dry things out pretty quickly. So yeah. you might get that bounce, but you also later in the Test match might get some spin too. So absolutely, fascinating to see how that plays. Um, Saying about Pakistan, if they're conceding 800 runs in this test match, they're not taking 20 wickets anyway. <laughs> so we'll say that. But yeah, I mean, they need that. I believe, look, the pitch might be good for batting days two, three, perhaps. It yep. was the case last year. Once it settles down, the sun bakes it, might turn out to be a pretty nice batting surface. Yeah. That's where Pakistan have got to really make Australia work. Um, if Pakistan do bat first, they've got to get through that first session. I remember the last tour that they were here, or the tour before, can't quite remember. Uh, they batted out the first session. They batted out the first session of the series. Um, I think they only scored 60 runs, but they were none down at lunch, and that doesn't always happen again when teams come here against an Australian attack at the Gabba. They need something similar and then build on it. So they've, they've got to show some real flight and leave the ball well, I and mean, that's important. They don't want to fiddle outside off stump with an open face. You're yep, struggle absolutely. When that's, when, absolutely. When you're yeah. uh, playing conditions. Yeah. Look, I think... To be honest, it's safe to say no one is expecting Pakistan to win. But if they do pull off a victory here, I think it'll be a it'll be a massive thing for them. It'll be um, a big story. 
it will be a big yeah. thing for the world test championship table as well um and away victory i think yeah. always you know bodes well for the teams um so mm. hopefully i think i think it'll be a, a fascinating encounter a competitive encounter um from both the teams we certainly know australia will step up it's just time will tell if pakistan do um yeah. i think yeah that's that's a short and sweet episode for today shabel um you know Absolutely. we'll be by, by tomorrow the test match starts and uh india so. india will be playing south africa as well in a test match soon after the t20 international se- after the t20 and the one day series so we'll be discussing that as well um so yeah thank you shabel thank you to all the listeners Thanks, out there man. keep listening keep watching on youtube as well um we'll put out every episode on every uh, each episode every t- every thursday um around you know 2 pm australian standard time um yeah thank you and and we do this one today Nash, comments. the test match starting tomorrow yeah we can do this one today yeah we'll do this one today so this one will come out on the wednesday and then yeah the usual thursday from from here on in given the yep. test match starts tomorrow yeah thank you so much thank you shavel thank you to all the listeners right. stay 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 safe and take care